everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. That's right. I have my very feisty co-host today. <laughs> he was trying to rework the way he says the intro. No. Yes, you were. All, All right. right. Disney Parks blog. Uh, looks like a story on chocolate. That's right. Uh, it's all about the Costa Rican Adventures by Disney Experience, Ooh. which is a, a land adventure. They also have private versions of the tour. I hear that one's really nice, the Costa Rica one. I hear it is gorgeous as well. And they have a little clip on there where you can learn from your adventure guide, Fico, and local expert, Keylor, about the wonders of cho- the process of chocolate making. Oh, so cool. they actually take a chocolate pod off of the vine. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, turn it into chocolate. So I guess there's some grinding involved and apparently some dancing, which I don't believe is really part of the process. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe but that's there, what makes it taste extra good. Maybe. But there is some. Uh, uh, there is a, a short video if you want to check that out. And uh, Adventures by Disney are kind of a boutique uh, travel option where mm-hmm. small groups of tourists go with uh, – Disney guides as well as local guides in whatever area they're touring. And they travel across all seven continents. That's true. Not Um, on one trip. No, not on one trip. The Costa Rica one is one of the uh, entry-level adventures by Disney. So the pricing is, I think, guess because it's Costa Rica, pricing is is good. So if you're going to try out an adventures by Disney, that's a great place to start. Yeah, I think it's like $3,000, like $3,700 a person. Which isn't terrible. No. Okay. Um, there is a planned Disney podcast that you can watch now. Um, it talks about all things holidays at Walt Disney World. That's right. It's a nice little podcast. As you know, podcasts are released uh, at the third Wednesday of every month, and you can get them through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Um, we're only available on Apple. And uh, you can also watch it on the Disney Parks YouTube channel. But you can join your hosts. They are at Disney's Winter Summerland uh, Miniature Golf Course this time around. And as Cheryl mentioned, they are talking about all things holiday-related. Uh, and it's they say holiday-related, but it's Christmas. And they, okay. don't, they don't specifically call the Christmas holidays the Christmas holidays because they, you know, also celebrate Kwanzaa and Diwali. But and it's Christmas at Christmas time. And, right. Okay. So they just call it holiday season. Fair enough. All right. Um, Benny, the baby Okapi, was born at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. That's right. He was born back in July, but they're just making the announcement and story now because October 18th is World Okapi Day. And uh, Okapi are the ghosts of the forest, as you may recall. Uh, They are dark with some white striping, which makes you think of... Zebras. That's right, but they're more closely related to the giraffe. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Benny was born back in July at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. He is the 12th Okapi born at the Walt Disney World Resort and the 5th born at the Lodge. Uh, he currently weighs 100 pounds and stands over a little over 3 feet tall. Eventually, he'll be 6 feet tall and about 650 pounds. Wow. So there are only about uh, 20,000 Okapi in, left in the world. Uh, and they are mainly found in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. All right. And they are the DRC's, um, like, main animal. Like, we have the, the, the national animal. Oh, okay. So, like, we have the bald eagle. Yes, Theirs we is do. the Okapi. All right. All right. There is no uh, – that's the end of the Parks blog. Okay. Uh, and there is no news from Disneyland this time around, so we're going to shoot right over to Florida. All right. Um, at Disney World in the Magic Kingdom, uh, two new cocktails have been added to the Tony's Town Square restaurant menu. That's right. If you recall, um, 
they never served alcohol in the no, Magic Kingdom, in Magic Kingdom before. Not at all. Um, but now for a few years, they've, uh, ever since Be Our Guest opened, which was they the first started, restaurant to yeah, serve Yeah, they started alcohol. adding them in. I think it used to be uh, available at Club 33. 33. Okay. That was the only place it was ever available in the Magic Kingdom. And then slowly, well, yeah, Club I think. 33 was in Disneyland. Okay, what's in Disney World? They just added some Club 33s. Okay, but it was, so they never served it at the Magic... In the parks. They never served it at Disneyland either. So it was right. Disneyland and the Magic Kingdom. Right. Never served them. Right. Except at Club, Club 33. Club 33, which was in Disneyland. Right. And then they started serving it at Be Our Guest. Right. But now all of the um, sit-down restaurants, all of your table service restaurants now have some sort of... Uh, cocktails available. Right. And they're not like super hard. Uh, this has whiskey in it. Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> uh, so there are two new cocktails at Tony's Town Square. There's the Little Italy cocktail, uh, which is Knob Creek Rye Whiskey, Amaro Averna Siciliano Liqueur, Sweet Vermouth, and it's garnished, garnished with Luxardo cherries. And they have the Limoncello Sidecar, which is Carvello Limoncello, uh, Cointreau Liquor, Laird's Applejack Brandy, and Lemon Juice. Uh, so limoncello is a traditional uh, lemon-based Italian sipping liqueur. Yeah, like after dinner. Uh, and the other one, just Little Italy. Hey, they threw the little, little <laughs> on there. Uh, so they also do have a wine uh, cocktail available as well as selections of wine and beer. The other restaurants in Magic Kingdom that offer uh, alcoholic beverages, uh, Skipper Canteen, Liberty Tree Tavern, the Diamond Horseshoe, and of course, Be Our Guest. Right. All right. Um, a permit for construction for Tiana's uh, Bayou Adventure has been filed. That's right. They have filed a notice of commencement permit with Orange County, Florida. Uh, people are assuming it is for the construction of Tiana's Bayou Adventure. And uh, the Splash Mountain address is on it. And it contracts Balfour Beatty Construction. Uh, this group has previously been contracted for uh, the now-canceled Reflections, a Disney Lakeside Lodge mm. resort. And the much-delayed Play Pavilion. Uh, so Balfour Beatty's uh, track record is not that good. Well, it's not their fault. Well, that's true. Uh, the permit expires on June 30th, 2024. And uh, the expected completion date for Tiana's Bayou Adventure is, uh, an, is, is 2024. So okay. um, since it has a Splash Mountain address on it, people are assuming that that's where it's headed. All right. There's been more uh, price increases this time on some merchandise. Yeah. Lost in the shuffle last week with tickets, photos, lightsabers, droids, food, beverages, Ref alcohol. Refillable mugs, yeah. Uh, the only thing that didn't go up, I think, was parking. Um, they tickets have, didn't go up this week. Not yet. They did yeah. go up in Disneyland, but okay. they haven't gone up in Walt Disney World yet. Um, prices have increased on pins, light-up souvenirs, and shoulder plushes. Uh, so if you are a pin collector, you may recall that they used to have five levels of pins, uh, and they were color-based. Uh, it was blue, green, silver, yellow, and pink. Um, well, now they have gotten rid of the blue and green level. Uh, the silver prices have gone up from $9.99 to $11.99. Yellow went from $12.99 to $14.99, and pink remains at $14.99. So why didn't they just combine yellow and pink into one new color? Don't know. <laughs> Uh, shoulder plushes uh, have gone up to uh, $24.99 from $19.99. And light-up souvenirs um, have uh, gone up from 30 Well, just one light-up souvenir level, the brown level, went from $30 to $32. Uh, your cheapest light-up souvenir is still going to be $12, uh, and that's the gray level. So I love how tiered pricing just works its way into everything. Everything, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, well. I'm not buying a 
plush, a shoulder plush anyway. So. Yeah, I guess no light up, uh, no light up things for me next week. No, sorry. All right, um, the entire first week um, and the last date before Thanksgiving are sold out for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. That's right. Uh, the first dates available for the event uh, look to be the 14th and 15th of November. So the 8th, 10th, 11th, and 22nd of November are all currently sold out. Uh, so if you're looking to hit Mickey's not uh, Mickey's not so scary Christmas party, <laughs> Mickey's very merry Christmas party, you might want to get your tickets. It's now. not scary though. It's not. No. It's actually quite lovely. Uh, another friendship boat at Epcot has debuted a new paint scheme. That's right. Uh, in August, Friendship Three received their new paint scheme, and now Friendship Four has their new paint scheme. Uh, the friendship boats, as you may be aware service guests from Epcot and Hollywood Studios and the resorts on Crescent Lake. Uh, so they are now, they've gone from that, uh, it's not checkerboard, like striped, uh, that striped paint scheme that they used to have. It is now a solid blue sky piece uh, and some solid yellow coloring uh, around the edges of the top roof and the uh, around the windows. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, they used to be pastel. Yes, it's prettier so now, I think. It is. Okay. All right, let's go to the next story. The Animal Kingdom hours were extended for November uh, and October and Early December. December. <laughs> That's right. Animal Kingdom is going to open at 8 a.m. and close uh, at 8, open at 8 a.m. and close at 8 p.m. October 30th, November 4th through 14th, November 17th through 28th, December 1st through 3rd. Uh, so that is uh, a big story there. And you know what? There's also some hours for uh, Magic Kingdom and Epcot that should have been uh, covered already. So let's make small talk while I Why do you it. make small talk and just not pause things? Um, because I like to record the show live, just like that's how Letterman did it. That's how I do it. I, but Letterman used to get to pause for commercial. He did. So he, he did. had a chance to regroup. That is true. Uh, so Magic Kingdom and Epcot also have extended hours in October and November. Magic Kingdom's now going to open at 8 a.m. on October 30th and 31st. Uh, and the park will be closing both of those days at 6 p.m. They're also going to open at 8 a.m. on November 8th, 10th, 11th, 14th, 15th, 17th, 18th, 20th, 22nd, 27th, 29th, December 1st, and 2nd. Uh, and then they're going to open at uh, 9 a.m. the other days. Um, on, uh, on those days where they open at 9 a.m., the park will close at 11 p.m., and there will be extended evening hours for deluxe resort guests on November 16th, 23rd, and 30th. Those will be from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Uh, Epcot's going to open at 8.30 a.m. instead of 9 a.m. every day from October 30th through November 24th, with the exception of November 6th, and the park will be closing at 9 p.m. All right. All right. Let's have out some resort news. All right. Um, let's see. Art of Animation. They are repainting the cars and the cars area and the Lion King area. That's right. It's not a major uh, major refurbishment. However, crews are repainting buildings and set pieces to keep things looking fresh. Uh, I think that's one of my favorite uh, resort areas over at Art of Animation is the radiator, not radiator, I guess it's radiator springs outside the cars building. It's a phenomenal little uh, section. If you ever like to hop over to a resort, you can take the Skyliner over there, get off and uh, go check it out. It is fun to look around over there. Great, it is. Great theming. Uh, Disney Vacation Club is holding a Halloween meet and treat event at the Atlantic Dance Hall this month. That's right. This is something a little new. They're doing this on multiple nights where they're going to gather as a community to pose for festive photos with Halloween costumed uh, Disney characters and enjoy a sweet treat complimentary 
uh, compliments of the Disney Vacation Club and presented as part of Membership Magic. It's going to be held on October 21st, 22nd, 28th, and 29th. Uh, it's available uh, for free to DVC members with a qualifying Disney Resort reservation, and no pre-registration is required. All right. Great. Scaffolding has been erected in the Disney Vacation Club construction site at the Polynesian. That's right. We spoke a few months ago about the spirit of Aloha building being demolished and the rubble being carted off site. Well, they have now uh, replaced all of the rubble with some scaffolding as they're going to start uh, start work there. They've cleared the ground and the debris out of the area uh, and had to do a little bit of extra clearing after Hurricane Ian blew out. But, um, you know, things are starting up. Okay. Very good. Um, Disney and Marvel have been accused of plagiarizing a design for Werewolf by Night. That's right. Werewolf by Night's poster is very similar to uh, the work of an artist named Midi Ankai, uh, who did a very similar style werewolf for a rock album. Uh, So they are talking about things now. And uh, Midi Midi Ankai uh, said that he is very shocked. He thought that if his work was going to be plagiarized, it would be by a smaller design firm. And he feels that the best option to correct this situation would be through credit and royalties. Yeah, I mean, it's some of these things you look and you're like, eh, but this, I couldn't have told the difference. They're exactly the same to me. Very similar. Um, All right. Uh, There is a rumor that Marvel is developing Nova, a special presentation film for Disney+. Plus. So Werewolf by Night was the first of the special presentations. So it's not a series. It's kind of a one shot. Uh, We're getting our second one for the Christmas season. It's the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Mm -hmm. Uh, And now there's rumored that Nova, uh, who is a superhero, uh, he's part of the Nova Corps, which we met in Guardians of the Galaxy. And... uh, there's rumor that he is going to get a special presentation as well. And they're looking at these special presentations being about an hour long. Okay. Uh, so the hero, uh, the character of Nova was supposed to appear in Avengers Infinity War, but that just didn't work out. So uh, we may see Nova on Disney Plus in the very near future. All right. Uh, the first live action The Little Mermaid poster has been released. That's right. Uh, Hallie Bailey, who is going to star as Ariel in the live uh, version is very excited that her poster has been released. It's a picture of Ariel sitting on her rock with the sunlight streaming through the water. A uh, very nice poster. If you're going to the movie theater recently, it's probably in the lobby. Um, and that is coming out on May 26th of 2023. Okay, cool. What do you think of the poster? It's pretty. Yeah. I don't know. It's a nice drawing of Ariel. Uh, a bluey balloon is going to be debuting in this year's 96th Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. That's right. Um, that's the whole story right there. If you're a parent of young kids, you may know who Bluey is. I don't know Bluey personally, um, but Bluey is coming to New York City. And the uh, Macy's Parade studio team has created the balloon. It is 51 feet long, 37 feet wide, and 52 feet tall. Approximately 50 gallons of blue paint was hand-painted by the team to bring Bluey to this larger-than-life form. Okay. You know who probably watches Bluey? Who? Alexandra Myers. Probably. Yeah, she's <laughs> yeah. got a little one. Yeah. Uh, and uh, speaking of Alexandra, yeah. uh, uh, she, you know, she noticed that we didn't have a show all these Wednesday people last come, week. All these people coming out of the woodwork. Dawn noticed that we didn't have a show last week. So if you if you see that we don't have a show posted and we don't mention it, 
um, feel free to call us out on it. Yeah, it's usually it's usually because we forget. We by we I mean Tony. That's right, and uh, we know that next week because I'm going to Galactic Star Cruiser and Cheryl's going to be trying out some of the resorts in uh, Flamingo Crossing. That uh, we will not have a, a show at least next Monday, right? Uh, so don't don't get nervous if you don't uh, don't hear from us <laughs> next weekend. How about uh, some universal news? All right, uh, 2021 attendance index is suggesting that more guests visited Universal Orlando theme parks um, for 2021. That's right. This is huge. The uh, Themed Entertainment Association releases their uh, attendance index every year, and it says that Universal may have possibly surpassed three Walt Disney theme parks. Uh, Walt Disney World theme parks in attendance for last year. Uh, so that is big. Uh, the TEA index is widely used within the theme park industry, uh, and neither Disney Parks nor Universal actually release their attendance numbers to any outside parties. So these numbers are based on estimations and other methodologies. Okay. Um, but if it is true, uh, that would be gigantic. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. In 2021, I feel like did things open up pandemic-wise a little more quickly? I know, I mean, overall they did, but were we still dealing with that in early 2021? Um, we were. I think that, you know, they, they got rid of the mask mandates earlier. And, right. And, and some people just didn't want to deal with Disney's um, qualifications to have to go into the parks. And I think a lot of it also has to do with international guests, because I think a large number of international guests travel to Florida specifically to go to Walt Disney, Disney World. World. Yeah. And, uh, you know, international guests were not allowed to travel through right. most of 2021. Good point. All right, uh, more steel framing has been added to the former entrance of Shrek 4D for the Villain Con at Universal Studios Florida. That's right. That's the whole story right there. Okay, then. Um, Rubius Hagrid. Wait, Rubius Hagrid. Oh, was that was his name? Yeah, I only knew Rubius. the Hagrid part. Yes. Okay. Um, so the, the Hagrid actor, Robbie Coltrane, passed away at 72 years old. That's right, which is very sad. He did portray Rubius Hagrid in the Harry Potter films, uh, and he's also uh, a part of Universal theme parks because he has his Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. Right. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty sad. That uh, is sad. There was a picture of guests at Universal uh, raising their wands in his honor on the day he passed. Aw. Yeah. I mean, that's young. 472 is not old at all. Not these days. No. No, it's not. All right. What you got? Well, uh, rumor has it that Gatorland is set to reopen. Uh, they've been closed since Hurricane Ian blew, blew through town. Mm. And uh, the entire Gatorland area was under 18 to 24 inches oh, of uh, water. Uh, and that is according to their CEO. Uh, if you've not been to Gatorland, they've been around since 1949. Uh, and this is the first time that the park has flooded since the late 1960s. Uh, they did build a berm around the park to separate the swampland from Gatorland, uh, but uh, over the years, um, the park has grown and uh, expanded it a little bit, and this is the first time that that berm has been compromised. Yeah, that's a bummer. So, uh, Gatorland reopening. Do they have an actual date? Uh, they Saturday. reopened this weekend on Saturday. Okay. So, uh, good luck, Gatorland. Yes, we love Gatorland. It was fun. All right. And I think that's it. So okay, then. You have any final words? No, I don't. All right. So until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.